Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Angie's not here today. She's off. Um, uh, good morning, Janelle. Uh, have you seen what's going on with restaurants and credit cards? I saw this story last night on CTV Ottawa. I was like, oh my God, what? Yeah, I'm not exactly entirely happy about this uh, new situation, but as of today... Credit card or businesses in Canada are allowed to pass credit card fees on to us, their customers. So that means that you uh, could potentially be paying up to 2.4% as an extra surcharge uh, if you're paying with Visa or MasterCard. <sighs> I saw this last night and I said to my wife, I said, Really? Are we re- really going down this road? Yeah, I don't like this idea. I, I, I actually hate this idea because it's like we already pay so much tax. Like there's already all these extra added add-ons. And yeah. I mean, of course this is going to happen. Like, of course they're going to pass on the bill. I can't imagine a business who is going to be like, oh, no, we'll just keep paying for it. I mean, they have an out. They have a scapegoat and we're just going to pass it on to us. What I do hope is that we will be made aware of it before yeah. we make the purchase. Like, I really hope that somewhere in the new rule says, like, hey, just so you know, you're going to be charged like this for using yeah. Visa or MasterCard. But I don't know if that's the case or not. I, I like the heads up idea. The only thing I would support if, like, a small business, like a one-off, charge me because they can't afford the big, the fee, the big yes. fees like the big stores. Like, if Loblaws charges me, I won't shop there. Yeah. Like, gonna... I'm already paying enough for groceries. How much more are you going to charge me? Where are you like, going to go? Because all the other big box grocery stores are probably going to do the same. I'll go to Farm Boy. Who <laughs> <laughs> would probably charge me. Anyways, I just found that really odd last night. Like, really? Are you, you guys have the balls to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not on board with this idea. Because literally, everything I do is through Visa. I mean, does anybody yeah. use cash no i mean debit i suppose and i guess you don't get charged if you're using debit when you do these uh when you do your transaction but i don't even have a functioning debit card i have had an expired debit card in my wallet since 2018 (laughs) so like i don't use debit i don't i use visa for literally everything i pay it off i build up my credit yeah like, there's just no reason for me to have a debit card and now i'm thinking like geez i better go out there and get an actual debit yeah. card that works I'm, I'm like you i never use my debit card it's yeah. in my wallet but i'm like why why is this in my wallet exactly it's just taking up real estate and space how do you feel about this does this piss you off are you okay with this are you are you a small merchant do you have a, an opinion on this let us know yeah, give us a call, 750-1100, or you can text it in at 10-0-30. What do you think about the uh, fact that businesses are now allowed to pass that credit card fee on to us, their customers? When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, gather around your radio machine for another useless fact, this time about hockey. You guys got excited when I teased hockey, did you? All right, let's hear what you got. The California Golden Seals were the first team to ever put players' last names on the back of their jerseys. Who are the California Golden Seals? A team in the 70s that uh, faded away. They were never like in the NHL or anything no, like that. No, they were in the WHA. Wow. So they're the reason people put logo like their last name on the back of their jersey? Correct. 
Okay. That's pretty cool that it was just like some, like, not like top level team necessarily that did that first. So a a team in the WHA uh, did something that the whole NHL has adopted. That's pretty cool. It is. Yeah. Okay. How do you rate that fact? Janelle? I think I'll give you a 7.5 this morning. Thank you very much. Bitterman chiming in right away with a 10. That's rare and says cool. A 7 from Sassy Kathy this morning. A cool fact, 9.8 from Sore Throat Anthony. That's his new <laughs> Nick, uh, Anthony, that's your new nickname. Sore Throat Anthony. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you have a sore throat or not. <laughs> yeah, that's your new nickname. Connie the Wound Care Nurse giving you an 8. Uh, interesting fact says thank you this morning for that. Got a 9 from Fantastic. Thank you very much. That is a neat fact to know. I can give you a 9 from Bosch Traveler. Uh, great useless facts, Stu. 10 from Handsome Dave. Early morning kids. We haven't heard from them in a little while. They're giving you a nine this morning. We think we thought that they were we thought they were in the NHL for a bit though. No, apparently not. Uh you know what? I think you're right. I think I'm wrong, and I oh, think you're right that no. they are were were the were in the NHL. You're, she's right. Oh, okay, that They're team right. was? Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, things from the early 70s are a little foggy for me because I was born in 74. Okay. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. What trendsetters? Anything hockey? we got to score a 10. Sleepy Lees is giving you a 10, but says, I am going to check with my husband who is a hockey guru. <laughs> okay, Sleepy Lees, check with your hockey guru husband and, and then, then text me back when, you, when he says I'm right. Uh, my number one fan, my neurotic mama, gives me a 10. Great fact. She, she says she'll use it. And wow, Sharon the Tired says two. And she said, I know, I know. I can get kicked out of Canada for saying this, but I hate hockey. <gasps> Who said that? Sharon the Tired. Out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Was she in the Hall of Fame? Uh, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Come on. Come on. Phone work. Damn it. Uh, Sharon the Tired uh, is not in the Hall of Fame and will never be from now. Wow. Okay. Lifetime ban. (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, now is the time to get out to Gatineau Park. Check out the color as the NCC's Fall Rhapsody is in full swing. And we really do have some of the best colors and the views in the country for this time of the year. So, I mean, lots of people travel far to come here just to see it. So it's in our backyard. You might as well get out there and check it out. If this weekend maybe you were planning on doing that, don't drive there. Take the free shuttle bus. Uh, It will be running until October the 23rd and basically like a hop-on, hop-off system. And it runs every 15 to 20 minutes. It's the best way to get into the park because, honestly, you don't want to sit in traffic to try and find a parking spot. (laughs) Oh, God, no. All right. So there's two new millionaires here in Ottawa. The The Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation says that one million, max million tickets were drawn Um, And one was sold somewhere in Ottawa. The other was sold in Nepean. So check your tickets if that could be possibly you. Wait a minute. Angie's not here today. Do you think it's her? (laughs) She took today off mysteriously. Mm. I think she's a millionaire. Uh, the $70 million jackpot was not won, so that means that Friday's draw will still be another $70 million prize with an estimated 56 max millions. That total prize is $126 million, and they say if that's not won, that max jackpot isn't won in the next few draws, the total winnings could surpass an all-time record of $140 million. Oh, so get your tickets. 
Yes, $140 million would be nice. Now, it seems that, uh, you know, celebrities will eventually get into something else. And uh, beauty lines seems to be, you know, a popular kind of trend. You can make some good money there. This is somebody I never really expected, though, to, you know, get into the makeup biz. Would you buy makeup made by Ozzy Osbourne? (laughs) (laughs) Sharon, help me with my mascara. I mean, he, he's known to have worn dark, like, eyeliner yeah. for, like, ever. Yeah, I would. And the man does wear makeup, um, but he has come out. He's now officially a beauty influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Those things don't go together. Listen, Snoop Dogg's an influencer. Why, why couldn't uh, Ozzy be an influencer? A beauty influencer? Yeah, Look why not? man, okay? Why not? <laughs> So his line, of course, includes a bat-shaped eyeshadow palette, a makeup palette shaped like a coffin, Aussie-inspired lipstick, brushes, highlighter, all in a cosmetic bag. Lipsticks come in colors like Mr. Crowley, Mr. Tinker Train, and Perry Mason. If you want to buy makeup made by Aussie, you can check out the collection at rockandrollbeauty.com. It's not available uh, available at Sephora? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Stuck in Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, we love them to death. Uh, we love our children, don't we? But sometimes they drive us a little mad. And I bring this up because I told my daughter yesterday how to load the dishwasher properly. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I, like how many I times have you f- actually had this conversation in your house? Though? Uh, too many times. But you thought she got it yesterday. I thought yesterday was the day she got it. My son kind of has it. But I was like, Isabella, really? I've told you this a thousand times. I even showed you a video on how to load the dishwasher properly. He's like, well, I did it. I said, no, you didn't. <laughs> what did like, she do? My head what, she, what, did it, what did she do wrong? Well, she put a bowl in the sink, and then her, she put her silverware in the dishwasher where it belongs, but she left the bowl in the sink. I'm like, Isabella, the bowl does not go in the sink. She said, what do we have a sink for? I'm like, don't you start with me. Don't get, don't get Libby with, with your father. And she, she'll talk back to me. She's 14, a teenager. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, this is what I'm doing. Well, is it a problem for you? And my wife says, is this, is this really the hill you want to die on, Stu? Yes, it is. I want to die on this hill. It drives me crazy. I love my kids, desperately. But come on, yeah. learn how to do it. I mean, put yourself in her shoes. Do you not remember doing anything that drove your parents crazy? I never drove my parents <laughs> crazy once. I, I had chores after school. I would have to unload the dishwasher. When I got home from school at 2.40, I'd have to unload the dishwasher and make a salad before my parents came home. And I would always fart around. I'd sit and watch Oprah and, and play with stupid things. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the internet back then. I, I know I sound old as dirt, but I got it done. I got it done. Okay. Your mom's listening. She will text in and tell me if you are lying. I'm not lying. (laughs) Because, I mean, I think there are definitely things that, yes, of course, your kids now will bug you. And because I don't have kids, I know that one day I will be in your shoes, Stu. But I know that I caused my mom (laughs) lots of... Lots of anger. And I think the biggest thing that she hated that I did, and I think actually all of us kids in the house did this, we'd always come home from school and we would like dump our backpack and our shoes at the door. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, the closet where said backpack and shoes go oh, yeah. is like yeah. two steps to the right. But we yeah. always, always, always left our shoes on the front mat. And she would go bananas over this. Like she's just like she would trip over them. And then like I feel like when she tripped over them, she would like make a big seat. <laughs> like you know, there's almost, Judy tripping over your backpacks. Almost break her ankle and be like, oh, you kids. How many times do I have to tell you to put your feet, your, put your shoes not in front of the front door? And like. She would lose her mind about it. And it wouldn't matter. Like, it would not matter what she said to me, what she did to me. Like, I would still do it. And now, you know what? When Adam leaves his shoes at the front door, it drives me bonkers. So you know how your mother felt. (laughs) I do. I'm dreaming of the day that my kids have their own house or condo, whatever, their own living space. I'm going to go there. I'm going to leave my dishes everywhere. I'm going to leave my socks everywhere. (laughs) And then when my kid says, can you clean that up? I'm going to say, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll do it on my time. I'll do it whenever I want. Yeah, classic. That is definitely a kid move. (laughs) Uh, So we want to know what is something, you know, you we know you love your kids, but what is, you know, something that just makes you lose your mind when they do it? Give us a call, 750-1100. The list might be long. Vent to us this morning. You can also text it in at 10-0-30. Seems you all had a lot of venting to do this morning. We're asking you. You know, we know you love your kids, but what is something that they do that just drives you nuts? Drives you crazy? Um, And uh, there's a lot of, there's a long list. We're building a very long list of things. Very long list. (laughs) On Twitter, somebody replied back and said... uh, when the when they finish the cracker or cereal boxes and just leave them empty in the pantry. Mm. This has happened many times in my house with chips. <laughs> so you you go- finish a bag of chips. Don't leave me one. Throw the bag out. I don't want to. You know what that does to me when I look forward to sour cream and onion chips and I see the bag there and I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And I open the bag and there's nothing left. Yeah, no, that's disappointing. And people do this with the milk bag, too. I hate mm. having to replace the milk bag when there's just like they put it back in the fridge and it's empty. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we have a very uh, long response here from uh, Pierre. And he says, you know, it's not really necessarily something that my kid does or doesn't do. Specifically, it's his lack and complete utter lack of concept of time. He's like, this kid is so slow, it drives me nuts. I ask him to take a quick shower. 30 minutes later, I'm knocking on the door telling him to get the heck out of there. And he's like, oh, no, it's only been 10 minutes. Or how it takes him 45 minutes to eat a hot dog. (laughs) And he said, don't even get me started on the hockey routine. We are always there an hour early at the rink and the first ones there. And despite that, we're always the last ones on the ice. He is so slow to get undressed, and it's just like, oh, my God, that would drive me insane. Yeah, I, I experienced that with my son for many years at hockey, and I finally laid down the law. I'm like, Kicked if we're going to get here gear. first, yes, you got you, we have to leave because I don't want to be here any longer than I have to be because <laughs> I'm not very good at small talk in the hallways, and I, I'm like, I want to go, kid. Uh, Lindsay chimed in on our Facebook page. Uh, Lindsay from Barhaven, she said, their clothes almost reach the laundry basket. Thanks for that. But why must your clothes be inside out? And it isn't just my youngest two boys either. My hubby does it, and he's just as bad. Oh, my gosh. And, like, some, I don't understand how, uh, like, you know, Brianna messages. She said, somehow kids can magically just take off their pants, underwear, socks, all in one motion. And it's just like they're all balled up inside of each other. Nothing yeah. gets washed properly that way. And it's always, yeah, beside the uh, laundry basket. Well, um, Sonia says it's that dreaded question. Are we there yet? 
Are we there yet? She's like, we've only been in the car for 15 minutes. She's old enough to know that by simply looking out the window, she can see we haven't even left the city yet. (laughs) Well, they're always on their phones. That's why. Because my daughter is guilty of that all the time. Are we there yet? (laughs) Take a look out the window. No. (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Safe to say that Hockey Canada seems to be a sinking ship these days. Uh, yeah, they're still defending their leadership amid all of the criticism over the handling handling of alleged sexual assaults and the way that the money was paid out in lawsuits, basically hush money. Um, they've decided not to fire anybody, and a lot of people are surprised by that. And the money is disappearing. Ontario Hockey Federation uh, has asked Hockey Canada not to collect the $3 participant assessment fee for all of its players of the next season. Similar move has been made by uh, Quebec counterparts uh, as of yesterday. Uh, Scotiabank is the latest corporation to continue pausing sponsorship of Hockey Canada, and um, they are pulling out some big money for things like the World Junior Hockey Tournament. So they've pulled that for the season. I mean, we've heard from TELUS, Canadian Tire, Imperial Oil, also pull. Tim Hortons also announced yesterday that it won't be sponsoring any Hockey Canada men's programming this season. Hopefully, uh, upper management will get the... uh uh, the picture now that uh, major sponsors are pulling uh, their yeah. support. It shouldn't take uh, sponsors to pull their support f- for you guys to wake up and smell what's going on. Make the right decision. Yeah. Like, what? Like, it's unbelievable yeah. that it's gotten to this point. Uh, speaking of Tim Hortons, though, um, of course, we love our Timmy's donuts, but uh, you can actually get paid to eat said donuts. They are looking for um, basically donut taste testers. And the company who's doing this is Time to Play. And uh, they're a popular online gaming site, if you're wondering. But they're looking to fill the role that they call confectionery connoisseurs. Hello. Yeah. I'm right here. Okay. There's only going to be four people across Canada who actually win this job application. So looking for four people, and this is open to all of Canadians because basically you're just going to be going to your local Tim Hortons and taste testing every single donut and Timbit there is. About 20 different flavors for you to try. It's not a very high-paying gig. How much? (laughs) Um, You're going to receive a $50 Tim Hortons gift card and also $500 cash reward once your reviews are submitted. That's it? I mean, 550 bucks for taste testing donuts? Like, why not? For a year? I think you just have to to try every flavor. You could probably get this done in a weekend if you wanted to. Yeah. (laughs) And then drink water for the next two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, you'd probably not feel very good after eating every donut there is at Tim Hortons. No. Um, But, like, I mean, not a bad gig. If you have a sweet tooth and you want to, um, you know, be one of the four selected... Deadline for applications is the end of this month, and you can check out time2play.com to apply to be the donut taste tester. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? Today on the line, we have with us uh, Bruce and uh, Diane. So Bruce made it through first. We'll let him uh, pick his categories. Good morning, Bruce. Bruce? Hello? 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 Hi, Bruce. Hi. 
Okay, uh, choice of categories, please. All right, so thank you to Bianca, who sent in our categories this morning. We have ho- hockey or figure skating. Which hockey. do you like? Hockey. All right, three, two, one. You play with, you're holding this in your hand. Stick. And you're shooting the? Buck. And you're wearing? Gloves. Uniform. Um, like Equipment. Yes, and uh, there's three what in hockey? Three? Three periods. Yes, and the person that's protecting the net is called the? Goalie. Uh, the the proper name is the goal. Netminder. Netminder. No. no. Uh, the person that's making all the uh, blowing the whistle. Referee. Yes. Referee. And, yeah, and they're blowing the whistle. Yes. Ah, you guys did really good there. You ended up with six. Goalkeeper was yeah. the term we were looking oh. for. Um, so you guys did really well though. So hang on the line, Bruce, and we'll see how that holds up. And we'll say good morning to Diane. Hello. Morning, Diane. You ready to play? Yep. Your category is figure skating, all right? Three, two, one. You're wearing a? Costume. Uh, no, uh, if you're going out to dinner, you're going to put on a fancy? Dress. Yes, and you're you're taking part in the what? Uh, Competition. Yes, and the person that's behind the bench in hockey is called a? Uh, behind the bench? Uh, Who's the person in charge? Audience. No. Um, <laughs> No, uh, there. You're doing a bunch of um, dancing around. You're doing a what? Uh, the one word we, we were focused on was coach. I thought I would help you with the coach. Oh. Uh, well, the game. The, the game's over. Uh, sorry, Diane. You didn't end up getting enough. But uh, play again, okay? Okay. Thanks, Diane. The game moves fast and quick. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Bruce. You just won yourself a pair of passes to a special movie screening that is happening at Landmark Cinemas coming up later this month, October the 26th. It's the new movie. It's a rom-com. It's Ticket to Paradise. So October 26th, you're out at uh, Landmark Cinemas in Canada with some treats for two as well. Thank you very much. Turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. We've united parents this morning. We can all agree there are just certain things that make you tick when it comes to your kids that drive you absolutely nuts. And a lot of you are agreeing on the same kinds of things that are happening from household to household here in yeah, Ottawa. We love them to, to death, mm-hmm. but they do things to piss us off. <laughs> First world problems, I know. Uh, Christine says on her Facebook page, they use three to four glasses a day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you would be filling up a dishwasher, like you'd be going through the entire cabinet, depending on how many people you have in the house. Last night, I loaded the dishwasher, and I said to my wife, do we have 15 kids in this house? <laughs> she said, no. Why are there all these glasses in the dishwasher? She's like, well, whatever, they're in the dishwasher. What's your problem? And I'm like, why do we have this many glasses? It would There's- always drive me nuts. My mom would always put my water glass that I would like leave out as to be my water glass for the day. She would always put it in the dishwasher, so I always had to grab a new one. <laughs> I was like, okay. We want Don't to blame your mother. Don't blame project. your mother. <laughs> uh, well, Amy texted us in at ten zero thirty, and she says that she calls her kids the 95 percenters because they'll clean, they'll sweep, and they'll put all the dirt into a pile in a corner, and then they'll leave it there. Or they will pick up the trash out of their room, put it in a bag, yeah. and then leave it in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they'll scrape their plates, and they'll, like, you know, they'll make them clean. They'll bring them to the counter. 
but they won't put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> the 95 percenters <laughs> doing everything almost right. It drives me crazy. Uh, Barkley has a really funny comment on Facebook. She says, we renamed our daughter Can I Just? Because every time we ask her to do something, she says, can I just play this game, finish this show, finish my magic potion, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I'm Barkley. Your daughter and my daughter are the same. Every time I ask Isabella to do something, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do it in a sec. I'm like, Isabella, now. Yeah. Why does it have... And then my wife says, why is it so important that she has to do it now? Because I said so. I'm the father. I used to have that argument with my mom. And the thing is, is, is that if you don't do it now, they're going to forget about it. And yeah, they're just yeah. going to not do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, James says that there was this one time that his stepdaughter was in the shower for about 30 minutes. So her mom goes, knocks on the door, and, you know, gets invited to come in. You can hear the shower running. It's a completely steam-filled room. She's sitting there on her toilet, fully dressed in just like a a steam bath, I guess. Yeah, because it's alone time. Yeah, hasn't even had a shower yet. 30 minutes the shower's been running. When you start paying for your own bills... That's when things change for kids. Exactly. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the Ottawa woman who former Hadley frontman Jacob Hogart is convicted of sexually assaulting says that she's now suing him for $2.8 million. Um, argues that in addition to mental anguish, the incident left her unable to complete her education, impaired both her physical and emotional well-being, um, that she you know, has suffered and continues to suffer these issues and uh, loss of enjoyment in life. So, of course, he was convicted of sexually assaulting this Ottawa woman whose identity has been protected under the publication ban back in June after a lengthy one-month trial, and he will be attending a sentencing hearing today and uh, she might be getting 2.8 million dollars from him wow uh speaking of you know settlements and in the courts alec baldwin has reached a settlement in the fatal rust shooting which killed cinematographer helena hutchins and of course injured the director joel Sousa as well back this was you know, a year ago, last October. So as part of this settlement, her husband will be um, an executive producer on Rust, which is actually set to return to production in January of next year. They're going to complete this movie with the original cast, apparently. So what her husband has said about this entire thing is that uh, he has no interest in engaging in uh, recriminations or attribution of blame to the producers or to Mr. Baldwin. All of us believe that Helena's death, death was a terrible accident. I'm grateful that the producers and the entertainment community have come together to pay tribute to her final work. However, this doesn't mean that he's necessarily off the hook in terms of the charges that uh, Alec Baldwin still faces. So this settlement, uh, we don't know how much money it ended up being. It's been still um, kept under wraps. But they say that, like, the district attorney is like, yeah, I mean, our investigation is still ongoing. And still, it's ultimately their decision to see if, like, file, if they can file criminal charges in this case. It's a civil suit, um, and the settlement was done privately, so, you know, nobody is above the law here, and Alec Baldwin still might be charged. Oh, that's what a lot of people want to see. Yeah, I think so. It's just, he won't get charged. It kind of sounds like her husband is in the belief that it was an accident and maybe doesn't want to see him charged. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Sounds like another movie mm-hmm. that needs to be made. <laughs>
It might be. Uh, that's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. Well, we've all been feeling the pressure of inflation and the rising food costs. And who else is that affecting? Students. And Queen's University has done something to help out their students who are, you know, feeling the impact of that. As you know, a student budget, not a lot of money there. Yeah. So what they have is a new pilot project on campus that has been set up to help with a pay what you can model. It's called the Peach Market, and it stands for Providing Equal Access, Changing Hunger Market. So basically, as a a student, you can order what you want, whatever's on the day's menu, and either pay $1, $3, or $5. Mm. Or you can simply state just what you can afford based on your budget that day. Maybe it's not even a dollar. They will still, you know, provide you with a meal. Tina is the vice president of the operations of the uh, Alma Mater Society. So she says that she set this up as a partnership between the student government organization and the school's hospitality services. And it's really to affect those students who, you know, are feeling the rising food costs, the inflation. Um, They did a study uh, at Queen's University, and it shows that 13 percent of students who, you know, completed this survey reported going hungry because they simply just didn't have enough money for food. 24%. Yeah, I, remember, I remember what it was like in college. I had no money. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to eat. You're scraping yeah. by, um, you know, day by day. They say 24% of students reported that they, you know, are just worried that they're not going to be able to pay for their next meal. And, yeah. you know, I'll, uh, there's, you know, insecurities around actually going to a food bank, you know, to to, to eat that way as well. So they don't want people to feel uncomfortable um, and they want people to, you know, able to eat so volunteers run this uh, peach market three days a week and basically what they say they do is they have any of the food that isn't taken from the dining rooms is rescued and brought to the peach um, and that's their inventory for the day and they allow students to pay what they can it is a pilot project right now that is going to be running until the end of the school year and since it began in september um, more than 300 meals have been given out That's pretty cool. Really cool idea. So props to you, Queen's University and the Peach Market, for putting that in place for students. That's all the feels on Move.